We're not experts, much less competent. This podcast is friends bullshitting about conspiracies and also confirming absolutely nothing about it. But we keep each other in check by deep frying each other's topic. Consider yourself warned. Because whatever mankind must undertake. No, the f- the governor. That's they fucking f- did it. That's the place. Free men must fully share. Stop f-ing lying. God f-ing damn it. I'm getting pissed now. We propose to accelerate the development. They have human animal hybrids. Much larger than any now being developed. You have what's been described as an egg shaped penis. Until certain which is superior. Oh. Oh. You're a nasty bitch that no one likes. We know we're under attack. Bitch. No, I mean, okay. you saw the dude. And you offer her cocaine again. No government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Do you understand that? Welcome <laughs> to Deep Fried Conspiracies. Jimmy. Yes, sir. Did you know that we have hit our 10th episode as a podcast, yes. as well as over a thousand listens total. That, that's probably thanks to your mom. Probably. So special thanks to Trent's mom for listening <laughs> 957 times. <laughs> exactly. She told me she loved me, you know? Yeah. So anyway, I thought that we would go back to a very special fan favorite of the podcast. We are going to do T-I-F-U number two. And what does that stand for? Today I effed up. I, I didn't sleep after the last one. That's good. You're not going to sleep after this after one the either. the whole coconut thing? I, Wait, didn't didn't we have some people leave coconuts on your front door? <sighs> I can't even go to the goddamn grocery store and keep a straight face anymore when I walk by the coconuts. I actually, <laughs> I actually get an erection. It's, it's just over. You just giggle. I giggle I, and get an erection. I, I giggle and get an erection, yeah. It's a lot of fun. You're looking at your drill bits going, I can make this work. <laughs> I, I, got pretty, I got some pretty small drill bits, yeah. Well, for those that don't know, uh, Today I F***ed Up is a subreddit. Uh, for those that haven't uh, been, uh, participated on Reddits. can't believe you said F***ed Up. Now he's going to edit that out. Stop uh, it! <laughs> oh, honey, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go places. I know, that's just, why I'm trying to just keep him to a minimum. No, I'm trying to keep him to a minimum here. You can't talk no, about it and there's no, more. No, don't do it. You should do it like us and hire yourself Stop an editor. It. Yeah. We have an editor, so you should get yourself How'd that work out for you? Hey, I edited the last Today it? I F***ed Up podcast. He's leaving. <laughs> yeah, I thought oh, no. so. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't take it. <laughs> All right. So anyway, so again, if you haven't uh, heard of Reddit, Reddit is where you can have different communities based upon any type of subject. And this one is strictly based upon stories of how people have effed up in the past. So uh, we're going to just grab a random assortment of stories because we don't prepare at all for these. And I feel it takes uh, it takes us by storm if we if we do it just like that. That's why Jimmy's haunted by coconuts. So uh, listen to the first one if you haven't. Uh, but we're going to, I mean, be warned. It, this is just our silly fun. This is this is great. Graphic material. If you do are if you are squeamish on stuff like this, it's going to get bad. Please, re- this isn't going to. You have to skip this specific podcast. It, trust me. Just give them their money back. This isn't cheap gonna, bastard. This isn't going to be your podcast. So, so in honor of our tenth episode and over a thousand listens, T I F U number two, Robbie, sponsored by Disney. No, not Disney. Are you, we're not sponsored by Disney. Not no. yet. Not, not yet. All right. So uh, I'm a 32-year-old woman who never get, went back to the dentist after my two visits because I'm an idiot. Uh, my dentist is a very nice professional man. My first appointment was going pretty smoothly until he made some unconscious, uh, it says unconscious remark. It looks like it's really spelt bad here uh, about us being strangers. My immediate reply was, oh, you're not a stranger. You've been inside my mouth for 20 minutes. <laughs> I did not intend to make a sexual joke. His face turned red, and he was clearly embarrassed and continued like a true professional, and we were both relieved when the appointment was over. I had my second appointment with the dentist actually today, and I mentally prepared myself to be a model patient who doesn't say anything weird, thank you very much. Uh, He had been working my mouth for about five minutes, and he started to get real uncomfortable or something. His face was red... And he was breathing a little heavier. I was a bit concerned and also confused. Like how I could have been embarrassed about him this time. I had hardly spoken. So he keeps working and I realize what the hell is happening. My dentist was wearing grape flavored gloves. And I had been uh, absentmindedly licking his fingers the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on what? now. They make grape flavored gloves. Wait, I didn't it, know it that must either. be a specific to dentist what, thing. Wait, maybe he's just or putting on flavored <laughs> condoms on his fingers. <laughs> and he, gynecologist, grape flavored. So yeah, apparently she's never going back to the dentist again. <laughs> 
So, public service announcement. Uh, if someone's in your mouth, don't make it weird. And even worse, don't... Excuse- don't lick the grape-flavored gloves. Don't erotically lick their fingers. How do you accidentally do that? I feel like... She was gassed up, maybe. I feel like some still, people are born kind of whorish, and they no, don't know it. But, okay, no, but he's in her mouth, you know, doing with... With his fingers, and, okay? Yes. You keep pointing at your thing. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm pointing you, down, like, as if you're working in a dentist office. I thought yeah. you are pointing at your crotch. No, if you're doing this. That's where the dentist... Looks like you're, looks like you're mixing a salad. That's where the dentist keeps the head of the patients. <laughs> yes, that's, exactly. At crotch level. At so crotch how level. do you accidentally start licking the gloves? Like, <laughs> no, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That, one's, that, was a, that was a banger to kick things off, though. Yeah. That was a nice short little one. <laughs> that was certainly a nice short little one. All right, let's... Uh, the top three things your wife says about you. Grape fingers. No, that was a nice little one. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, I got a frog in my throat again. All right. Next one before you choke down that frog. I, uh, I, I feel like Miss Piggy. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, naturally, this today I fucked up actually didn't happen today. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it happened yesterday. about two weeks ago. And honestly, the moment it happened, I considered writing this post, but felt that in the light of making the mistake of sending my Johnson out, I could give myself some time to make sure that I want to, uh, this to live uh, to live online forever. My family has already told just about everyone they know the story. So I figured I'll bring this all to you to the Reddit fold. So here we go. My girlfriend and I have been together for about three years. I'm deeply in love with this girl. She is decent beyond words, uh, fun, funny, and frankly, I couldn't imagine having a better relationship. Her mother had offered me her grandmother's ring for our engagement, which I considered a tremendous honor. After dealing with the anxiety of toting around a family heirloom for two weeks and leaving it in the possession of a jeweler for cleaning, resizing, I just wanted to get the engagement over with. I know it might not sound like the most romantic way of describing the engagement, but I was nervous. I get home get down on one knee, and then she says yes. It was a moment I won't soon forget. Then I got creative and really burning into my memory. Now, in my opinion, everyone more or less does their engagements announcements the same way. They holding hands close up on the ring, uh, or the couple's uh, pick uh, open hand across the other dude's chest with uh, ring visible, saying it's... It's been done to death, I thought. So I proposed the fiancé would do something funny and different, and she agreed. We settled on taking pictures of me completely naked, lying in bed, her hand on the foreground, covering my crotch. Does this girl have a sister? (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. Sounds like you're kind of freak. We're escalating here. (laughs) Oh, are we ever? We are. Uh-oh. We we settled, I gotta repeat this, we settled on taking a picture of me completely naked, lying in bed, with her hand in the foreground, covering my crotch with the ring on. The picture was hilarious, and we sent it to my family group chat. I mean, this is my naked body, after all, clearly for my family's eyes only. As it turns out, the picture was taken on live mode, and when you held it down, my girlfriend's hands would move out of the way, leaving a perfect uh. shot of me, <laughs> naked as the day I was born, grinning from ear to ear, doing finger guns. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So, uh. I received a message from my brother-in-law informing that the picture is live and that my sister was one to discover it. And then he follows up with a picture of shocked in a state of bewilderment. My mother got it too. Same <laughs> mistake. Her first unsolicited dick pic at the age of 61 from her son, no less. So, uh, Did they hook up later? Uh, let's hope not. Oh, so, God, I hope not. <laughs> you don't know. Needless to say, it's a know. story a that will part. be told by my protests for the remainder of days. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you're the, the moral of the story is he did it right. If you're going to get naked in any scene, you got to do some finger guns. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, because Yosemite samming it with your dick out. I That's... hope I hope it was a big ring. I don't know. <laughs> it's just a small little ring, should small put... tiny baby should, hand. Should use a cock ring. It gives a whole new could meaning. have been could have been cock ring. Said resizing. Yeah, it... oh, <laughs> it was her grandma's. It was well. Grandma. Oh, oh no. Well played. Oh, it wasn't like grandma's ever had a dick in her hand with that ring on. Well played. Holy crap. Holy crap, Ola. All right. I'm not even going to read the titles in these because I feel like just jumping in blindly. Oh, yeah. Just jump straight fun. in. Yep. All right. Uh, throw away for reasons. That means he's on a throwaway account, so no one can try to track him. He just made a, uh, create an account for this. So this was more 
of a up that happened quite a while ago, which only just caught up with me a few weeks ago, so also not today. About 11 months, I see like a, a theme of people having to describe that at the front. So maybe it's the same guy with finger guns naked, and he just has a lot of moments. Let's hope. I mean, two throwaway accounts is pretty uh, right. Uh, about about would, 11 months ago. I would I, just use your account and do it if I was doing it. Well, sure. I mean, that is the gentleman thing to do. About 11 months ago, I moved into a new house and temporarily sort of thing uh, until I could get the money together to sort something out properly, but was hoping to have already moved out by this point. On my second day, uh, after I finished unpacking, I decided to break in the house with a nice acid trip I brought with me that I'd recently bought, but had not had the chance to use yet. He wrote this when he's on acid, I think. Clearly. Things were going to uh, are going well with the trip, but then it seemed to get really intense, and I quickly realized that the tabs were much stronger than I had been told they were, and I thought that being locked up in an unfamiliar house uh, wasn't helping me relax. So I figured the best thing to do to relax would be to go for a stroll, and I was starting to get pretty overwhelmed at this point. So I left the house to start my walk, and my next-door neighbor happened to be just arriving at the same time. A street of tightly packed uh, terrace houses, so next door's door is one meter away from mine. I, I'd not met anybody on my street yet and didn't realize uh, it was a friendly, tight-knit community where people talk to each other. She said something about the lines of, oh, hello, nice to meet you. My name is her name. Where are you? Are you new to the area? Uh, so basically, I had to do, the, do this thing where sometimes people try to sell me things in the street where I pretend I can't speak English. <laughs> I remember a few words from my GCSE French. So I just came up with some nonsense sentences and then people would leave me alone. In the state which I was in this conversion seemed like it was way too intense for me and French has just sort of came out by default in response to the situation. My exact words were, I'm not going to even try to butcher that, one of my favorite lines to use. I shrugged my shoulders and a bit weak smile, and she pretty much left me after that, that I got in my way. I did my walk and got home two hours later, and I, w I was tripping uh, majorly, so I walked. So the walk ended up a bit longer than it needed to. I got home. My next door neighbor stood in her doorway talking to another neighbor who stood outside. I uh, tried to keep my head down, but I couldn't handle any more human reactions. She waved at me and said, Bonjour. So I instinctively returned a bonjour and went inside the house as fast as possible. Uh, when I got in, I started freaking out straight away because I had. I realized that I just become French and now two neighbors think I can't speak any English. The next day I woke up and realized the best thing I could do as an Englishman was just to live with the lie for the rest of my short stay in this house to avoid excruciating embarrassment of having pretended to be French for seemingly no reason. Fast forward 10 months. I still live here. At this point I'm in deep. My life on the street is a web of lies. I perfected my French accent over a course of 10 months. Uh, French me learned a decent amount of English so he can hold disjointed conversations. I got to know the neighbors pretty well. <laughs> it was a pretty quirky French dry, French guy on the street. I didn't let the lies slip ever because every day and every conversation I had meant it would be worse if anyone ever discovered I wasn't French. If I had friends come over, I don't even have so many so it wasn't too bad. They never, uh, they knew to never speak the... Uh, speak to the neighbors because of my strange situation. Most of them found it very amusing. Uh, things were going okay and wasn't too worried about exposing anymore because I gotten so used to it. I'm not home that much, but when I am, I rarely leave the house for any reason, so I only had to do it for maybe five minutes a day when I was out in the street. If anything was a nice way to spice up my day when I got to take French persona, French me somehow made the better social skills than real me, even if his English was a bit limited. Uh, but then there was a day when it all came crashing down. I was walking in my car and saw one of the neighbors coming uh, towards me in the opposite direction. And someone else uh, next to her didn't recognize. Uh, she stopped to say hi, as she normally does. And her friends uh, said, uh, excuse me. And then her friend to her said, this is my name. The guy I was telling you about. You might be able to see where this is going. Oh, no. You see where this is going, Jimmy? <laughs> yeah. Her friend oh, no. hit me with a question oh, in French no. I didn't understand a word of. I knew he was uh 
I knew he was actually French straight away because oh, of his no. accent. It was way better than mine. <laughs> I didn't know what to do, and I just froze. Every second passed, like it was so much more painful than the latter. After it was taking way too long of a pause, I decided to come clean. I told her I actually wasn't French. I couldn't speak <laughs> French, and I was playing it off like some practical joke I'm doing on everybody. Nobody was buying that. I fast walked to my car, and then embarrassed, just swallowed for a while. I haven't spoken to any of my neighbors since some of which struck up a friendly conversation over with 10 months. Uh, I make sure no one is around whenever I leave the house. I do a loop around the block with my car to make sure all of my neighbors aren't walking down the street when I get home, so I never come in contact with them. And every time I think about the day I was discovered, the embarrassment physically hurts me. Edit. I didn't think this post was going to catch so much attention. I'm praying none of the neighbors use Reddit uh, and decide to come over to talk to me about this. Uh, Some people have heard uh, of a hard time believing that I'm going to keep this up for 10 months and would actually be a good idea. I like to remind the people that uh, when I made the decision, decision to keep it up i was supposed to be very temporary living situation leave me alone <laughs> well he didn't say that he didn't say it was gonna be temporary he almost got away with that don't do drugs <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i did this with a country accent once on a discord server i visited not because i was in this predicament where i screwed up and i felt like i needed to roll the lie just to see how long i could do it without up and it was like two years of me being on that discord server and they just kick you as soon as they found out you weren't country <laughs> No, I just kind of stopped going. No, I just, yeah, just, just ran stopped. I just with, lost stop. connection with the people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he did that perfectly if he was trying to hook up with people because apparently people like French. Oh, well, if he's trying people. to pick up, you know, score with some chicks or something. Yeah, maybe someone you was know. cute. No harm, no fall. I think exactly. that's kind of fun. Right. At least he didn't get naked in front of his grandma and well, do finger guns. The best part about that is when he tried to come clean, he's like, ah, nah, you're just lying to us. Right. I think Pepe Le Pew was, was French, wasn't he? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that was a f*** up, trying to get on Space Jam 3. 2. Space Jam 2. Yeah, they kicked kick Pepe Le Pew off. Yep. Yeah. F***ers. How dare they. Next one. Last September, I moved to Taiwan. I worked and live here. I really like it here, but uh, the capital is really spread out, and I'm unable to drive. I spend a bit over two hours riding buses each day. Now I love reading, but have less uh, stellar time management skills, so actually a big plus for me. It's like insurance for myself. No matter how poorly I manage my daily work and schedule and flow, I only have two hours a day that I can't really do anything other than read. It's great, normally. One day, on behalf of the oddly full bus, I couldn't sit down. It's no big deal. I just went in the front of the bus and stood, listening to podcasts, uh, floats my boat, too. Uh, Obviously listening to us. Obviously. Obviously. 100%. Because we're huge in Taiwan. Exactly. There was even a bit more room for me to lean against the wall. So here I am, getting comfy, as packed as it can be in the bus, and preparing to learn about... Paul Walker. Maybe you guys can... Uh... <laughs> the death of Paul Walker. Where is it here? Uh, so here I am, getting comfy, as it can pack be in a bus. Oh, yeah. Learning, learning about the death of Paul Walker. Right Got here. it. Yep. What, what's this? Anna, death of Paul Walker. And a man. No, death of Paul Walker. You got Walker. that, Jimmy? No. I, I, A-N-A. Axamander? Axamander? Axamander. And the Boundless. Huh. And the Boundless. I, I, I don't know. I'm unfamiliar. Out, that spells out Paul Walker to me. I'm unfamiliar. So it's a small voice, like a fawn. Not quite sure how it can stand. Uh, not, can stand. Hello. No response. Hello. A little louder it gets this time. I look calm, but I've been hoping... Uh, from a very deep part of my soul to hear a response uh, to that question. I have gotten a good survey of the bus during my hunt for a seat and knew fully well that there was only one person that uh, such a hesitant hello could have probably be directed towards, and that was me. You see, East Asians spend a lot of money on English education, but there aren't really that many opportunities to use it here in daily life. Even after graduating, lots of people continue to study independently. The result is that countries like Taiwan and Japan are full of people who studied English damn near their entire lives, but may have never had an English conversation or anything like that. I know know a French guy we can hook him up with. Right. (laughs) Uh, Just imagine, then, that you study English for 10 years and suddenly... You see a white dude. You don't want to use too broad of a brush here because by no means is everyone. But a number of people do jump at the opportunity uh, like kids for lollipops. At least once a week, I get approached by a random person I don't know just to say hello and give their English a test drive. The going rate for his one-for-one English lessons start at $20 an hour here, but this is free. Now, I love kids who do the under, uh, who do understand that I might genuinely be the first foreigner of some youngster they've ever seen here in person, let alone interacted with. So normally, I'm trying to play my part. Furthermore, I know I look foreign, 
So I expect the sort of thing. I accept that I'm going to be treated uh, like that because I'm different. Well, obviously I don't belong. Part of the living in a new country is accepting that you're no longer the normal one. But it does get old, especially when a person coping logistic feel isn't a nine-year-old who only knows a few salutations rather than an old dude on the bus. Of all times, I'm trying to relax for a few minutes before work, enjoying a podcast, and now I'm looking forward to the entire weekend. I've listened... Uh, exclusively while in transit. In most cases like this, I pretend not to hear. After all, I either have headphones in or my nose in a book, so most people leave me be. Normally. Upon seeing that I wasn't going to respond with a hello, the guy leaned over and waved his hand in front of my eye. I jumped a little bit, looked at him, and which repeated hello. I blinked a few times and returned his hello before staring at my podcast and looking out the window. A minute later or so, I feel a tap on my shoulder. I ignored it at first. The Taiwan, uh, Taiwanese buses are sort of roller coasters, and this was one was full, so bumping into strangers wasn't out of the ordinary experience. Then I tapped again and again and again, so I turn around and of course it's the old guy he smiles and waves and asks uh where i'm from and how i'm doing i respond to him in mandarin um that i don't speak english sorry he responds to me but you're white <laughs> so i tell uh i tell him in person that i can't necessarily speak english just because they're white you're asians don't you speak japanese i pause it didn't just seem to sink in, so I continued. I'm Russian. In Russia, we speak Russia. I don't speak English very well, sorry. At this time, he squints and frowns. Oops, sometimes I goof the tones. Was it Russian or... I don't get this, like the enunciation. Is it Russian or Russian? Oh, I don't speak Mandarin well. I give up and respond in uh, Russian. Look, I'm Russian, damn it. I don't speak your fucking English. Let a guy breathe for fuck's sake. Russian is actually a beautiful language, and I apologize in advance to any Russians reading this uh, that I was taught a very bastardized version of your tongue. Uh, now, I'm not Russian, but I was uh, with a Russian girl for a long time uh, and lived in Russia for a year. My Ru uh, Russian is far from perfect or even good, but I'm very comfortable at speaking it all at the same time. Uh, Russian uh, would know that I'm not Russian immediately, for non-natives, but it seemed convincing enough. Uh, I've only been in this situation twice before upon hearing my sort of exasperated ranting in English that isn't English. Most people are like, oh, sorry. They don't want to speak Mandarin. If they can't practice English with me, they're suddenly less interested in the conversation. Normally. Suddenly he cuts me off. Uh, my incredible surprise in Russian, uh, citizen comrade, how are you, sir? I'm too shocked to speak. He continues, apparently he teaches history, international relations at a local university. In his area of specialty is a 21st century in Russian. What are the odds? I backed into a wall. I resigned to losing my me time for the day. And we go with a typical self-introduction. Then a half an hour or so, he later announces that he stopped uh, his arrival and we part ways. I sort of laughed it off. Perhaps the most uh, serendipitous situation in my life. Uh, content myself knowing that I have some sort of interesting story to tell people when I go home. Given that people must be so exciting living abroad, I won't accept that this is basically the same play with a different backdrop. But it doesn't end here. Cue today. A few months later, I'm writing in a much larger... Or, excuse me. I'm writing in a much later bus than normal. I had to do uh, stuff to do off-site. The buses get packed again. I have no place to sit. So I put away uh, a Casso Cario which is making a mental note to avoid this route in the afternoon. Time for a podcast. That's when I hear it. Something in Russian. You guessed it. The same dude. Uh, introductions out of the way. He leads into a normal, uh, notably more political conversation, starting asking me my impu uh, input on Russian leaders, event of the 90s, current events, and stuff like that. Some of this stuff gets complicated um, enough in daily Russian life that I can't give passable answers. F Obama, Gorbachev is an idiot. Something about the Blairinger pre What is that? Belarusian. Belarusian president and carrots. Uh, more importantly, who cares whatever the hell happened with Turkey and just make up something already because we missed the cheese. But we quickly step out of my league and he begins to show me pictures of his recent trip to Moscow, statues of people in Russia. Um, I should know. More specific questions about perfunctionary responses I don't work for. Uh, whether or not that it's true Russian that my kids can't drink coffee until they're 18. Most people would give up here, but I've already uh, lied about my nationality once and decided to go for double or nothing. Spain is a popular vacation destination for wealthy Russians. I tell him my dad fell in love with a Spanish girl and the European Vista 
being stronger. I was raised in Spain, so I can speak Russian because we speak at home, but I actually don't know much about Russia history or culture since I went to school in Spain. Wink, wink. The dude blinks at me, looks at me suspiciously. I can't feel my face turning red, and I can feel my face turning red and begin imagining the awkward shame explaining this to an old man that I'm a lying douche canoe. And then he immediately goes... Hables espanol. <laughs> oh, no. I'm trying to stop my jaw from dropping, and I inform him that, yes, it would have been difficult to receive a Spanish education without speaking Spanish. <laughs> oh, no. His eyes twinkle like a six-year-old looking at a huge lollipop. He switches to Spanish and explains that his wife is actually from Spain, and she studied abroad in Taiwan like 30 years ago, and they've been together ever since. He takes out his phone and begins showing me pictures and suddenly a QR code for his line account. So I don't know what to do, so I scan his code and friend him. He tells me that he's an incredible coincidence and that I simply must go to his home sometime. He's so excited that he misses his stop and doesn't realize we're at mine. Uh, I wait till another stop, get off, walk a few uh, kilometers (laughs) to work. I have no words. I'm giving up. So what are the odds? We've learned to not fake accents to not fake languages don't fake an orgasm and uh stay away from the old educated people that (laughs) That was a long one that was a hefty boy oh my gosh for not a lot of comedy either Uh uh-uh all right but it fit in well with the last story you know you fake it did you fake one all of a sudden you have to fake two separate accents or not even accents but languages too i think i should just just pretend like you're you're mute Wait, wait, wait. I don't. I'm mute and I, deaf. Wait, and you you're just, right. I, I cannot hear you. Cannot hear you? Okay, okay. I'm deaf. Fun side tangent. What? Uh, so I, I live in a very small town, about what, 3,500? I don't know. 4,000 people, something like that. Uh, at my local thrift store. Um, the thrift store, actually, 100% of the proceeds go to free daycare in the town. It's like a girl, boys and girls ranch, or what they call it, or something like that. Boys and girls club, something. It's like a pack, but donated by people. They have a thrift store, and they had motorized scooters. Uh, they had two motorized scooters there, and uh, that's actually how I met you, Trent, is with those oh, motorized yeah. scooters. Yeah. Oh, what a day. I bought those. What a day that was. I bought two motorized scooters. I think I paid 50 that's bucks for That's where the you pair. got those from? Oh, yeah. Oh, I think I paid like 50 bucks for the pair, something something ridiculously cheap. Yeah. I brought them home, charged them up, and that's what I used for transportation all around town. I turned uh, I turned off the governor, and uh, I could actually cruise with those pretty darn good going down the sidewalks of town. So imagine me in one of those. The only way I could describe it is, uh, what's that uh, scientific professor? Yeah, I was like a fat Stephen Hawking's. <laughs> <laughs> that I could go walk around town <laughs> without walking. So I drive that thing. I go get groceries. And because everybody had, you know, wheelchair accessible access, I didn't have to park it and walk inside to the business. Yeah, you just go in. I just drive right in. So I go in. get groceries. I put like, I had a basket in the back of one of them. <laughs> so, I, you know, put my bread in the back. So you're selling it. You're selling it. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. I'm Why wouldn't the whole you? Thing. You had to sell it. And this one kid that I didn't want to talk to comes up to me. And he's like, oh, hello. And in Minnesota, it's like we're creepy, friendly greeting. You know, like everybody says hello to everybody that doesn't know anybody. It's really creepy, especially when you're in a small town. It's called and, Minnesota nice asshole. Yeah. And I I think I said something like, I like gummy bears. <laughs> 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 and I just kept cooking by him. And you can see the kid. He's like, oh, he's one of those. He's thinking, I like gummy bears too. Oh, he's one of those. How cute. Good for him is basically what he had on his face. I like gummy bears. So, yeah, you could use a lot of things to cover up conversations, but bilingual isn't one of them. So go for retarded. That reminds me of my drunken wife one time. Oh, boy. Your wives get brought up a lot. You should get yourself one. (laughs) Yeah. Misery loves company. Anyway, continue. So we had been drinking a lot, and and we were drinking and driving, which we shouldn't be. Yeah, I'm not. Do condoning. not drink and drive. PSA from Deep Fried Conspiracies: Do not drink and drive. She's driving. She pulls up to Burger King at about 15 minutes before they close and says, "Hi, I need some French fries. No, no salt. No salt. And they go. No salt. They go. Would you like anything else? French fries. French fries. No salt." And so we get up there and she hangs out the door like she's mentally incapacitated, even though she's intoxicated. What's the difference? She wasn't retarded. She was just (laughs) drunk. It was temporary. It was temporary. Temporary. Yeah, Yeah, she'll be better in the morning. (laughs) Right. 
And so anyway, he he sees that she's driving and goes, oh, he goes, here's your French fries. There's no salt. He goes, anything else we can get you? You need some napkins? She goes, salt. (laughs) And he goes, you want salt? And then she just turns into Jekyll and Hyde. She goes, yeah, because you fuckers never make French, French, fresh French fries. So I have to order them with no salt and then put salt on myself or else you won't fucking make them for me. (laughs) The guy guy went, well played. (laughs) Yeah. Smooth. And then we drove to McDonald's, or maybe I think this was McDonald's. We drove over to Burger King and got the burger or something. But right. she, liked, she liked French fries at the one place and the burger at the other place. It's midnight. I got to say, I like French fries at Burger King over anywhere else. They're yeah. kind of like steak fries. I like that. Oh, yeah. Well if, you, well, if you if you look at if you look at McDonald's, they're all tiny and they're like the bottom of the bag, but every fry is the same, so they're all the bottom of the bag fries. So just, just order in. We like a little tato inside yeah. our fry. Exactly. Jen's they have some length to them too. The uh, they don't even like the the place over in our neighboring town. They make a lot of the French fries for McDonald's and, and Burger King. They do not like making the ones for Burger King because they've got some sort of special um, coating on the French fries that jams up all their machinery, gums, ah. gums it up. So they, they, they don't like doing Burger King stuff. So that sucks to be them. Go figure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. so back to the wheelchair thing. Oh, well, yeah. How did I? How did I meet you? Oh yeah. So we. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll I'll start. Yeah, I live across the street from a local game store. He decided to open up a game store, kind of like a, a a local GameStop, where he's just buying and trading video games. Right? Uh, it didn't really work out, and instead he started to do like a card game shop and it converted. Um, so everybody started going. It was across the street from my house, so I just drove my little scooter there every right. time I went. So uh, Trent decides. So, so because it was fifty this, fifty this yards. Is, yeah. Right. So yeah, take the so scooter. one take the scooter. one. Don't walk, fat guy. <laughs> one rando day, I uh, decided to go to the game store to go look at video games because I like playing video games. And I'm going, and I walk out some video games, and I had a few friends there. They're like, "Hey, have you ever played this card game before?" No, never. Where? Sit down, we'll teach you. Okay. So I sat down, teaching. Here comes Robbie rolling his happy ass in. <laughs> Like a scene from Ironside, the <laughs> yeah. old And they're 1960s. like, hey, you got to meet the new guy. Yeah. And I, I turn around, and I look, and here he is rolling up to the table. And I'm like, oh, no, he's disabled. <laughs> no, no. I'm Just di- mentally disabled. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm disabled. I thought he was like, I'm like, oh, no, he's disabled. I'm disabled. The best part about that is he had to get up and do something. So he literally turned the, the whole chair to the side. Got up and walked away. I'm like, it's a miracle! <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle, <laughs> a miracle, people. I was wondering why you shit your pants. <laughs> I was like, and it wasn't what? just like right away either. Like you got to like sit there, chit chat with me. You played, we were playing oh, yeah. a card game. We played the game, <laughs> and then I asked you, "Do you, would you like a soda?" Yeah, that's what it was. And you're like, "No, I don't want a soda." Yeah. So then I turn it, or like a Professor Xavier, <laughs> I step out of it. I go pay for a soda, come back to my chair, and turn around. And he's just like, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh. When I worked for the grocery store, uh, they sent us to a uh, theft prevention. And the one thing you're always to watch for is that the people that come in in wheelchairs, you look at the bottom of their shoes because they're in a wheelchair, right? And if the bottom of their shoes are worn whatsoever, you watch them because they were the biggest bunch of thieves. And I have to agree, we caught more people in wheelchairs stealing stuff or baby carriages. You know, and, really? And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretending to be disabled. And, you know, get a wheelchair and come in and stuff. And, and uh, I actually... Well, uh, it helps at the grocery store I went with mine. I used to work there for four years. So they're like, oh, no, he's good. He'll pay. <laughs> <laughs> We're hoping he remembers. He remembers. The best part about that is if you had to pull up to the gas to the gas pumps. <laughs> just got off. Like, oh, there's no gas here. Just ching, put ching. it back in. Get back in and roll off. <laughs> Full <laughs> retard mode. Oh, yeah, it's electric. Yeah. There's no gas for this thing. <laughs> just take off again. Elon Musk said no. <laughs> and, and, and then stand up and put your hands over the battery and go, mm, <laughs> like you're charging it <laughs> with your off. mental. <laughs> I did have a couple other plans. I was going to put like a hanging fake bladder on it, like I have a piss bladder. Oh. <laughs> put like apple juice in it. Wow. And, like, and then Yeah, it. just pull it off and take a sip. Yeah, and then yeah. take a sip. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to do all that. Yeah, have, having a hose come out of your zipper <laughs> down to the thing and then having a hose coming well, up you to your mouth go, you so you can drink it. You can just have it go out of your pants leg. <laughs> yeah, I literally pull it out of my pants leg. Like I just <laughs> uncathered my own dick. You know what I mean? <laughs> I had the whole thing planned. <laughs> I'm actually sad I sold those. I sold those for a ton of money. Like, I think I got like 600 bucks out of them. And then the guy that had them after me got like 12. So I'm like, whoever got them actually went to real people, but they paid a mint for them. Oh, well. Yeah. 
after you put on 50,000 miles. I put a <laughs> ton of miles on those things. We actually, me and another buddy, we went out there and we actually played bumper carts. Oh, we go in the middle of the street. Clip your freaking foot off. Oh, it was, well, what we do is we put our legs up and then the carts would just bash each other. Oh, my God. It was a lot of fun. I can't wait till what the person that actually bought them calls us. Be like, yeah, listen to a podcast. You're the ones that's destroyed my freaking <laughs> carts. <God. laughs> so uh, we're talking about mard carts. My mom uh, loved her death, lost her back in 2012. And my mom had heart surgery. Uh, after heart surgery, ended up with staph infection on her heart. Ooh. Ended up losing both, leg, both legs to a rare form of dry gangrene. And so she lost both legs above the knee. So she was in a mart cart. She needed one. And my mom was the happiest double amputee you've ever met. And anyway, so one day she's going up to have coffee with her friends, which was probably probably 12, 15 blocks from their house up there. And and my, my mom's saying, yeah, you know, this, this thing usually hauls ass, but it's going slow today and I can smell nothing but burnt rubber, you know. And so she gets up there. And, and just barely gets in the cafe, the and, and, and her battery's out. about dead, which normally wouldn't be the case. Right. And as she pulls in, there's this blue smoke coming from underneath. And she said, oh, shit, you know, something's burning up and stuff. And so anyway, my dad worked down the street about two blocks. And so she called my dad, said, you know, something's wrong with my mart cart. You're going to have to come give me a ride home. And anyway, so he gets there and... Uh, discovers you know her sitting there with her friends and, and he goes well let me take a look at this he's a mechanic so he just kind of lifts up the, the front end of it while she's sitting and looks at it and stuff and here's his slipper from at home jammed in between the the bottom and the wheel oh so the resistance. whole t- the, yeah the whole time he she'd driven she's smoking a slipper yeah, yeah. He got a slipper in there just smoking it and stuff oh man and and when he pulls it out of this you know, pull the slipper out. He goes, this is the most immense bad smell of, of foot odor and burnt rubber comes out into the cafe. It's like, Bleh. Oh, Lord. Oh, no. heaven. And so they, they charged her up there and sent her on her way home. But yeah, <laughs> charged her up there. Charged it up at the restaurant. That's pretty good. Just plug her into the wall. All right. Last one, boys. Last one. Last All one. right. Hope this is a good one. Um, I put this on my throwaway account. This fuck up is far too extreme for my main account. And you'll learn why quickly. This happened about 30 minutes ago. I'm currently sitting in the hospital alone, feeling defeated. I have done this to myself and myself alone. So I start with my backstory. I'm a closeted gay 18-year-old living with <laughs> oh. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Hey, this is a big one. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I'm in high school, but I just got off Christmas break about a month ago and was scrolling through Wish, uh, that Christmas shopping app that everything is insanely cheap but takes three months to get here, to see if I can find any funny gifts to get my family for Christmas. Uh, Though lots and lots of sex toys kept popping up, I never purchased one since they were so cheap I figured, why the the hell not? It was a small dildo. About three weeks it took to arrive, which was way earlier than I expected. I wasn't surprised since most of my past orders from Wish came sporadically, I opened it up. It reeked of a chemical odor. I expected it to be uh, be some smell, but assuming that it was made out of silicone, but it damn near smelled awful. I took a shower that day and decided to clean it thoroughly while I was in there. <laughs> the smell never completely went away, but it got less pungent. Uh, when I got back to my room, I started searching for a good place to hide it. My room was uh, has endless nooks and crannies to hide things in, so it wasn't really an issue. I placed it in a shoebox in the corner of my closet and left it there. Fast forward to today. I completely forgotten about the dildo because school had uh, had me consistently busy and worried about a million different things at all times. Now it was Saturday, Christmas break. I had a ton of free time on my hands. I was lying in bed on my phone and randomly remembered it. So I decided I'd finally use it tonight. Uh, (laughs) The night rolls around. Both of my parents went to sleep. Perfect. I went in my closet. I pulled out a dildo and pulled up some porn on my computer. All was going well for about 30 minutes until I felt an itching coming from inside my butthole. I pulled it out, looked at it, and there were ants crawling out of the dildo's pee hole. The makers of the dildo thought it would be a good idea to put an actual hole uh, in the dildo for some godforsaken reason. I didn't know how to react, so I just sat there staring at it for about 30 seconds. After my brain processed what the f*** just happened, I ran into the bathroom, sat in the toilet, and tried to push. Nothing felt like it was coming out. I kept trying for a couple minutes, still nothing, finally stood up, went to down to flush the toilet, and saw at least 50 ants just chilling in the water. <laughs> I was mortified. 
I could feel the itch in my butt, so I decided I needed to go to the hospital. I didn't want any ants crawling up my goddamn rectum. So I wasn't about to tell my parents what happened, so in my frantic state, I just left, got in my car, and went to the hospital. So here... Uh, here we are. I can definitely say the telling doctor, or I, I definitely uh, say telling the doctor what happened was the most embarrassing thing I ever had to do. I'm writing this here because I need some uh, to tell someone what happened. My parents are at home, sound asleep, probably dreaming about leaving uh, me leaving for college. I don't know what to do when they wake up. I don't know how long I'll be here, but I really, really don't know what the hell happens after this. F me. Now, would you guys like to hear the update? Sure. Oh, All God. right. We're absolutely. <laughs> we're, we're already this far. Yeah, update. I, I've already feel like I'm gonna shoot uh, up to my neck. Update. We're already here. I've already gave the disclaimer that this is gonna be a vulgar episode, so you might as well just give the update. We're in it for the win. It. All right. Well, shit. Didn't expect this to completely blow up as the portion did. So many people are demanding an update. So here I am. I start by explaining what happened at the hospital since I ended my story without any closure. I got in the emergency room, told the lady at the desk my sex-related incident, and was thankful to escorted to a separate room where a nurse asked me to explain my issue. I told her basically what I, ha I did in my Today I F***ed Up episode, and she was a bit disturbed. <laughs> she reassured me that it was a whole lot worse had it found its way into the ER. She told me to wait a minute while she fetched an actual doctor. I sat alone in the hospital room, pulled up my phone, and wrote the Today I Fucked Up. I figured people on this sub would enjoy the fuck up, so I wanted to post the situation here without exposing myself to anybody I know. It took a solid 15 minutes for anyone to come back into the room, so I just walked back and forth. Cue the ants in your pants jokes. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure they're overused already until the doctor came in. He told me to recite my story, which I willingly did. <laughs> And to my surprise, he didn't react too negatively. He told me uh, doing an enema or two would get rid of all the ants as they would have died already in the heat of my anus. <laughs> Wait, did the doctor just tell me I had a hot ass? <laughs> Anyways, he gave me a couple enemas and I was sent home. Thankfully, I was only at the hospital a couple hours and so my parents were still asleep when I got home. I'm not planning on telling them anything that had happened and pretending it never happened at all. I'll deal with the hospital bill later. When I get home, I immediately went to the bathroom and did another enema. No big deal. I looked into the toilet bowl and at least 20 other ants were dead, chilling in the toilet bowl. I think I had gotten a majority of ants out when I initially went into the toilet. A lot of people were saying, I made this up and I promise you I wish I was. I'll go through a couple of reasons why people think this is fabricated. Uh, note, you would have noticed the ants in the dildo when you washed it. The ants didn't originate in the dildo itself. I thoroughly cleaned it, and when I got it back in the shoebox in my closet, the family had an ant infestation problem in the past, and it didn't surprise me a colony of ants found its way into the center of my dildo in the closet. Uh, when I got it, reached in the dark corner of my closet, didn't see any ants at that point. Uh, they had found their way into the hole in the dildo. Um, next reason is the hole would have been too small for those ants. I include a picture of the hole in the dildo. It's I will bigger. not be posting this picture in our show notes. There will not be the picture. Do not Come look on. for No, there will not be Come the picture. On. I want to see it. All right, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, it's bigger than you expect from the size of the dildo. I'm guessing that people like to d d put that or put stuff in it before they use it. I don't. Well, All the like what, pop rocks? <laughs> you put pop rocks in there. What do you put in there? Maybe seltzer. All of the ants are at the I very like bottom worms. of the hole. <laughs> Which is Good why bears. I didn't see them. God knows if I saw the ants, I would immediately have thrown it away. The next thing that they think why it's fake. You would have felt the ants in your uh, ass way earlier than you did. Uh, this one makes sense. All the ants were dead by the time I used it. I changed positions as the dildo went from the upward angle to the downward angle. So I basically started pouring ants into my anus. Wow, that's a new sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's just a few of them, but I can't go through them all. A lot of people ask me to clarify on a couple things, so I'll do that now. How are you? I'm okay. Tad traumatized. I appreciate the concern. If your parents find out about this uh, after you're, uh, after, are you going to be okay? I think so. I was planning on waiting until after I go to college uh, to come out, but off chance they do find out. I'm sure I'll be fine. There's a good amount of friends I know in the situation to help me out. Uh, as finding the hospital visit, I'll just make something up like I fell asleep with snacks and crum uh, crumbs in the bed and ants came and ate them and went up my ass too. I don't know. I'll come up with something. Uh, where did you leave the dildo when you left? <laughs> on, on the floor. Right there where <laughs> I was using it. In hindsight, I probably should have thrown it away before it was too... Uh, 
uh, before I left, but I was too spastic trying to get to the hospital in panic. Thank God I wasn't at the hospital for too long. So you just walk in on the ant disaster and dildo on the floor. Uh, that's all I'm going to answer for now. Please feel free to comment. I'll try to answer my best. Uh, I cleaned the dildo, got back home. I took pictures of it um, without them being too revolting. I'll never use a dildo again or any other sex toy I wish for the rest of my life. Here are the pictures. So, uh, Jimmy, here is the toy. Oh <laughs> wow. That is a very large toy. It's about the, you know, look at your, like, index finger. It's about half the size of your nail. That's big. Yeah. <laughs> so, if I was his parents... Right. For Christmas, I'd get him an anteater. <laughs> you get him the ants in the pants game. <laughs> and then they all play both? for Christmas night. <laughs> what, if that, what if that happened? Just an unhappy coincidence? Like, hey, family game night for Christmas. We're going to play. I, we found this awesome game. It's called Ants in the Pants. You see him. I'm going I'm to go up to my <laughs> I'm going to leave now. I'm still paying the hospital bill. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was a good one. Wow, that's disturbing. No coconuts this time, but I feel like it's still a good. My uh, butt's good itching ender. just thinking about this whole thing. Yes. So we have learned some very valuable lessons today. <laughs> yes, we have. Yes, don't uh, fake. Don't fake uh, languages. Instead, be retarded. Yes, right? that is huge. That's apparently. a huge one. Don't and uh, don't buy wish. Don't sex buy toys wish toys and put them with the ant. Don't colonies. buy. Don't buy a fake dong. Use a real one. <laughs> Well, has a real has a, has a real one ever shot ants out? I don't think so. Hey. Not that you've known. No. And if it does, contact your doctor. <laughs> no kidding. So I'm the whole time you're telling me the story, I'm thinking to myself, fire ants, little ants. I mean, have you ever I wanted a picture of the ants, honestly. Oh. Maybe they're like those giant black ones. Oh god. Yeah. I mean, I when we were in Florida, we stepped on a on a fire ant. Uh, walking through a park, we stepped in a fire ant, and those things go right up your legs. Start biting. Wait, a fire ant or like a fire ant mound? We stepped in a fire ant mound, and, that, they, and they so go, that's that's important information. Yes, and they go right up your leg. And oh, yeah, start, start biting, and they bite viciously. It just burns. Sounds like your ex-wife. Well, he was doing this for thirty <laughs> minutes, so let's hope that thirty minutes it wasn't fire ant. I bet it wasn't fire ants at that point. I mean, at, if you're <laughs> doing it for thirty biting. minutes, wouldn't it be like one of those? What do you call those little pill crushers? You put the pill in the little thing, and then you crush it with a mortimer thing. You know oh, a little stone, whatever. Yeah, or, what's that called? Or, Mortal and pistol. Yeah, pestle. So I mean, pestle. Wouldn't basically that black dildo be like that? Well, no, in your anus for thirty minutes. I mean, it's jelly rubber. You know what I mean? It just contours of the ants. <laughs> contours right, to the right. ants. Bonus one. Bonus one for the boys. All right, here we go. Bo- oh, bonus God. one for the boys. Bonus one for the boys. I'm sitting in my room, pretty horny. And bored, so I want to re- uh, watch some porn. I always get the ads for Pornhub Live, and I never checked it out. So I'm like, I, I'm going to go check it out. Let's see what it's about. I open it and see all these hot girls got into a couple uh, got into a couple on the right side. They were having a chat that you can type out, but in order to chat with the girls, so I have to make an account. I enter my email, password, and they have something weird that it has you enter for a username. Obviously, I didn't want to use my real name, so I chose to write my first name that comes to mind: Jacko Jacobo six nine four twenty. Right, sex number four twenty. Haha. Then on the next page, it says enter your credit card. I was already skeptical, but it says it's one hundred percent free. It's only for when things get real hot and you want to donate. I'm like, eh, but I'm already this far in the process, so I'm like, fuck it, let's go. So now I'm in, I watch uh, watch a few, and they're just sitting there, not doing anything. Nobody was showing their tits, a little ass shaking. I'm pretty underwhelmed overall. So to find the best one, I hold control on my keyboard and open a ton of tabs so I can find the one that actually does something sexy. I flip through these tabs at the top. Uh, it would pop up uh, something annoying that, sa- uh, that said, you can only watch one live stream at a time. This pop-up would... Uh, come a few times where I click the orange button to refresh. And then I land on this really old 60-year-old grandma. <laughs> She's just sitting there. There's like eight people watching her live. Uh, then there was a pop-up with an orange button saying ex- instinctively, my mouse just goes over it and right-clicks um, to click the button says, enter the private room, only $5. <laughs> so I click oh, it. No. I'm like, oh no, I'm not losing... I'm I'm sad I'm not losing, excuse me, I'm not sad losing five bucks, but eh, uh, it couldn't be 
somebody that's a bit sexier. So he he's he's pissed off. He's not getting someone hot. Uh, now she's smiling, saying like, "Hey, Jacob," <laughs> and immediately she's pulling her tits out and grabbing a dildo lying next to her. <laughs> it says in her underwear <laughs> that she has a Velcro flap. She snaps it and opens up. <laughs> <laughs> I can see this really old, slightly hairy, and I'm like, "All right, man, I fucking paid for this, so I better <laughs> give it a go." Oh, my oh. God. and kind of shamelessly jacket. Uh, no. <laughs> shameless. Shameless. Wow. <laughs> Uh, now she keeps saying Jacob over and over again, moaning. I mean, she puts a pretty good show. She was pretty hot. I mean, for sixty. I start writing in the chat so she could talk dirty to me and shit. I'm going to spare you the details, but after a few minutes, I finish, and I'm like, all right, thank you, bye. I close the window, go back to watching YouTube and chilling out. Later that night, I check my email and see the receipt from Pornhub. It turns out it cost didn't cost me five bucks. It was five bucks per minute. Oh. That's right. I spent $72 on a 60-year-old woman calling me Jacob. <laughs> and then the next Sunday, he saw her in church. Ethel? Is that you? <laughs> You're looking good, Ethel. <laughs> All right, that was All horrible. Right, so, so, so if you're young and quick, you know, <laughs> go ahead and spend the extra five bucks. Like, so you've learned an additional valuable lesson today. Yes. Don't enter your credit card information. Clearly. Yeah, that's why I use yours. I don't even yep. have mine. No, I don't know that. Maybe you I could do order a that. Betty White lookalike. You know what I mean? Ooh. A Betty White lookalike. Betty White is probably the sexiest woman alive. Absolutely. We've had this conversation a couple podcasts ago. Well, uh, if you like what you hear, go to Deep Fry Conspiracy's <laughs> website, throw a couple bucks in and email us. Let us know that that was nasty. <laughs> <laughs> and disturbing. And disturbing. And maybe after our 100th. Our hundredth uh, podcast, we will give you. Or no, we'll all spend seventy two dollars on a sixty year old athlete. No, I thought maybe we'd like give him like a free hour of like mental help at some sort psychologist somewhere. You know, I'm not gonna lie. We should Ooh. do like a hotline. Me, anybody? Oh, anybody? Yeah, whoever. We should just have an open telephone line where we answer calls. Oh no! Yes, no. we can deep fry people's conversations that oh. they call us for. They'll just answer the phones. Yes, uh, coconut gang. Yes, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Trent, this is your mother. Can you pick up some milk on the way home? And by the way, I don't way, live at your house anymore. The one time, I want to tell you about this one time I put a grapefruit up my. <laughs> as long as I have you on, I'm all for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, did, did you ever wonder, Trent, how I used to make you orange juice every morning when you went to breakfast? I used to put them. Orange of my pussy and just go. Also, for those that are uh, fresh squeezed, <laughs> freshly squeezed. Before those are going to message us and ask, uh, the math on seventy-two dollars is fourteen minutes and twenty-four seconds exactly. Yep. This is a young guy. <laughs> this is a young guy. It would have cost me three hundred dollars. I'd never finish. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> thank you very much for listening to Deep Fried Conspiracies. This was our 10th, which I consider a milestone at this point, our 10th episode. <laughs> we haven't been forced off the air. Yeah, exactly. Our 10th episode, as well as we've hit over 1,000 listens, which to me, I don't know about you guys, to me is awesome. I'm happy. Any money donated so far, we will be donating to St. Jude's Children's Hospital. We brought, a, brought up a couple of uh, episodes late, uh, before. Other than that, from me and everybody else here, Thank you all for listening. Thanks a lot. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. <laughs> <laughs>